Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. How are you? It's still on, but I'm not going to chance it. <laughs> Your internet? <laughs> yeah. Well, because, okay. Week two of technical difficulties. Well, last week we recorded, it was, I think, an hour and 56 minutes, what you sent me. Kay. And our episode was only an hour and six minutes after I added in all the, like, extra stuff. So that was, like, 50 minutes of just basically waiting for <laughs> my stupid <laughs> internet to come back online. <laughs> So I don't want to do that again. It took so long for me to edit last week's episode. (laughs) So if this week is short, it's because we are running on limited data. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll be fine, but... Cool. It's just annoying that I can't use goddamn internet on my computer. (laughs) Especially since you're paying for that. Exactly. How are you? How's work? We had four people working at my store last week. And I'm like, why? Because this week, it's only me and my opener. Basically, we're each splitting the days and doing doubles. Okay. So, like, why haven't we just been doing that since I've been doing doubles three days in a row anyway? But, okay. Thursday, we had... It was the it was two guys. It was not me or my opener. It was just two guys. The, op- the guy who opened, I trained. So I know he's fine. The other guy I've never met. <laughs> I get there. He's moved everything. <laughs> Like every every oh. everything that you can possibly move, he has moved. Who is this? His first time at your store? Yeah, but it's like oh, like he cleaned, like he dusted stuff. Like that's fine, cool. But why did you also move things that we keep under the back counter up to the front counter where we usually put like the folded shirts? Like leave it where it is. You can dust. That's great and helpful. Thank you. <laughs> but like, don't move all my stuff. Right? No kidding. Was he like a superior or was he just like a worker? No, he's just one of us. The managers don't work in the stores. Because That's so they, weird. Yeah, because they have like they work at the office and then they have to like go around and like check on stuff and whatever. But he also wrote up two orders under the wrong first name. It was the right last name. And I knew like I've worked at that store for a year. <laughs> like I know who like what yeah. the names are. Like who your I'm customers like, are. Yeah. Mm. And also, I know what they drop off because they all drop off the same stuff every week. Like, <laughs> that happened a couple weeks ago uh, with one of my, like, car dealer guys. And they had transposed his first and last names because he has one of those names. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm like, <laughs> you know what? That doesn't look like a name that I've ever had here. But I know that that's his airplane shirt. So, I'll <laughs> just, at least I know that. But, yeah. So, he came in. He moved everything. He wrote two orders under the last name and then didn't take out the trash. I'm like, why? Those those are the most random things. (laughs) I know. It's really annoying. What if, I mean, thanks for the help, but no thanks for the help. I know. I'm glad that it's just going to be the two of us this week. Anyway, how are you? I am well. You're wearing a hat today. I am wearing a hat today. Oh, it's so hot. We went outside. (laughs) It was warm here. It's cooling off and clouding over. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Not me. But we went outside. I kicked the air up. Me first. I kicked the hair up to 72 because I, or down to 72 because I knew that I would have to turn off all the fans and stuff. (laughs) So I'm like, it's got to be cold so that I don't like die after I have to turn it off. Right. Also, your hair's not wet today. And usually that always makes me warmer than I am. Oh yeah, definitely. 
No, I'm going to take a shower after, but it's so hot. I drove across the street to get Dutch Brothers because they closed the, like, walk-up window. Mm-hmm. It was so hot out there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm wearing a hat today because we went outside and played pickleball and then decided yeah. to go for a long walk. So... I haven't taken it off yet. <laughs> yeah. I would not go for a walk. I took the trash out and that was good enough for me. <laughs> it's also like 102 in Phoenix and it's only like 63 in Portland. <laughs> yeah. It's not even May and it's, it was supposed to be 102. I don't know if it got there, but too hot. I know you hate it, but I was really looking forward to that weather for graduation. <laughs> I'm going to say that every time. <laughs> I know. I'm a cold weather bitch. I just... I actually asked Stefan if we can move to Phoenix. I'm like, babe, can we move to Phoenix? I don't need the sun. Yeah. Need the sun. Any my friends. Yeah, it was fine. Like, last week, I wore a tank top to work, and I just, like, change into my uniform when I get there, because I don't want to wear my, like, logo shirt out in public, because, I don't know, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it was like, everyone knows where I work, and, like, that's how people get kidnapped. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Too many true crime documentaries. Exactly. Or podcasts. Yeah, dude. That's how you get snatched. But yeah, I wore a tank top and then I like, I changed back into my streets <laughs> when I clock off and I went outside and there's like sun on my shoulders and I'm like, ooh, this is nice. And then I left work yesterday and I'm like, kill me. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> also, the birds hang out. Too much sun. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't shut the front door. Like right now oh. we're, we're doing like a, we're all they want us to leave the front doors open so that to like minimize contact you know so mm -hmm. people can just walk in and then the air doesn't kick on until it reaches 78 and i'm like it's too hot that's <laughs> still almost 80 degrees exactly it yeah once it reaches 78 inside the store the air will kick on and it'll bring it back down to 77 <laughs> one whole degree <laughs> yeah one whole degree yeah good job air yeah it sucks. And then it turns back uh, off because that's what they have the target temperature set at and they locked it. <laughs> jerks. Yeah. Jerks. It's probably like more energy efficient there or something. I don't know. They just don't want to spend the money on it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my work was good this week. We got off early, like an hour early on Thursday. And then we got off at 2 p.m. on Friday, which was fabulous. That's like three and a half extra hours of my day on Friday. Yeah. Then Friday afternoon, Stefan and I drove out to McMinnville and went and looked at a house. Hmm. Uh, one of his coworkers works out there and him and his wife own a house. And we were just like, how far is it? Like, maybe that's an option for us. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners. I'll be on the house hunt here shortly. So we decided to drive, like I said, out to McMinnville. And we decided to get ice cream at this place called Alf's. <laughs> Turns out Alf is a monkey. Hmm. And they have him in a little cage. Not a little cage. It's a large cage on, like, one half of the building. And then they have, like, the diner and restaurant on the other half. And it's, like, this cute little, like, ma and pa restaurant. And they do homemade ice cream. And I got a raspberry swirl and a lemon custard, and it was freaking delicious. <laughs> I was so happy. So we got out of town for a little bit and got some ice cream. So nice. that was cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yesterday, we... What did we do yesterday? I don't know. It was Saturday. Yeah. We did stuff. <laughs> That's good. Oh, uh, we went to the store and bought... We bought Sequence, the board game. And I also bought... A I don't know that cribbage board game. I uh, me it's okay, fun, dude. Yes, two fifty oh, at Goodwill. I... It's a travel board and it has all the pieces. Yes, was, that is awesome. I was just touching it before you called me. That's epic. That's <laughs> super funny. I love crib. 
I grabbed my uh, the board travel I got. cribbage board. <laughs> <laughs> the board I got was eight ninety nine, but it was at Fred Meyer's. So yeah. Fred Meyer's is like expensive. I was expecting like five dollars for a cribbage board, but no, it was like eight ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, well I just we were at Goodwill, uh, because we needed like a dining room table still. So mm-hmm. it was a while ago, like before my mom came down. But I was just like waiting for Kelsey because I think she was in the bathroom or something. <laughs> so I was like looking at the art and stuff. And I turned around and it was just sitting on a shelf behind me. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Travel oh! courage board for 250 And it has all Beautiful. the pieces. And then the woman who checked out behind us, she's like, oh, I was looking. It was the only thing that we had, right? Because we didn't get a table there. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I saw that up there. I was looking at it. But you grabbed it before I could. I'm like, sorry, bitch. <laughs> Should have been faster. <laughs> That's how the world works. Okay. Sorry about it. <laughs> Finders keepers. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. It's it's such a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know epic. what you want I me to that. tell you. Uh, Stefan doesn't know how to play, so I get oh, to teach him so how good. to play. We were watching YouTube videos last night. Yeah. And I think he's kind of got the concept, so I think it's just going to take physically playing and he'll have the hang of it yeah i'm really excited about that so yeah that's what we did yesterday we went to the store and got board games nice um but sequence what sequence is is it is a board of two decks of cards so ace through king of all the suits in a spiral twice so it's like a, a board but it like all the suits go around in a spiral oh, okay and each one is on there twice and you have little poker chips, like little markers, and you have two decks of cards, which also match what's on the board. And so there's, it's, it, it's best played with like two people. You can play with two or play with four mm-hmm. or I think three, but we always play with two. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you pick up cards and you lay down the card that you want to put your marker on on the board. And the goal is to get, uh, if you're playing in two people, two rows of uh, five basically. So it's kind of like a card game, but it's also kind of like bingo in a way. It's fun. I like it. Nice. Uh, it's simple, but it's super like strategy. And yeah. I think that's what I like about it the most. So yeah, we did that yesterday. That was fun. I'll bring, when you do finally get to come down, I'll bring my board games because there's one that I think you'll really like. It's called Suro. It's called Zuro, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it's Japanese. T-S-U-R-O. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have the Of the Seas version. Of the Seas. Yeah. And it has... Kaiju added. Do you know what that means? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. It has sea monsters added. Okay. <laughs> like uh, like Mothra and Godzilla and all of those, like the big monsters. It's called Kaiju. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like Japanese fun. mythical monsters. Yes. Okay. All of the big monsters. It's fun. It's basically, yeah, I mean, it's also simple but strategic. The rules are, there's basically like two or three rules. You are not allowed to run yourself off the board unless that is your only option. You are not allowed to trap yourself in an endless loop unless that is the only option. And you are not allowed to <laughs> run directly into another player unless that is your only option. <laughs> so basically, the rules are you have to play the game. You can't just like kill, kill yourself. Your, yeah, you can't just kill your character in your first three moves because you don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's fun. I love that. Kelsey had the worst luck. We, I, uh, I knew my mom would like it, so I took it over to her hotel when she and her boyfriend were down here and <laughs> we played many many rounds and kelsey every time she would just draw the like flip you around you're off the board out of the game card <laughs> every time her first turn <laughs> like well that sucks sorry you suck bye <laughs> yeah so we're like you can just play you can just get a different card <laughs> we'll start right, the like, game just draw over. something else yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that like is basically takes her out of the game before it even starts. Exactly. It's like we haven't Super done anything. Suck. You're the first person to go. So draw okay. again. Yeah, love it. Oh, I love board games. I also got three Yahtzees on New Year's Eve, which was exciting. I've never gotten that many Yahtzees before. That's a lot in one night. I know. I feel like usually I only get like one Yahtzee in every like two or three times I play. Yeah, I think I got two of them in one game. Jesus. I know. I usually never get. That's like extra points, man. It is. It's like a hundred extra points per extra Yahtzee. Yes. Yes. That's good. All the points. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'm getting to the point of shelter in place where I'm missing all of the normal things. Like, I've really been missing Vegas because I usually travel there at this time of year. Um, I'm also missing the coast because I also travel there this time of year. Mm-hmm. I am heavily missing graduation. Well, yeah. I'm going to mention that one again. What'd you get at Dutch? Uh, it's a Freedom Rebel. Ooh. Every time I say Rebel, I feel like I'm slurring Red Bull. Right? I also do. <laughs> and I'm like, I- you know that I'm saying Rebel because you work here and you know that that's what it's called. <laughs> but other people might not know that Dutch Brothers' like, house energy drink is called Blue Rebel. So <laughs> it feels weird. Yes. Every time I order a blended Rebel, I'm like, I feel like I'm saying Red Bull, but like I'm drunk. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I'll just have another vodka rebel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, Dutch. Dutch fam. Anyways, whose turn is it to go first this week? It's yours. Because I finished okay. last week. That is right. Oh, you finished last week? Mm-hmm. Which means I started. If- no. Oh. No. It is me. It is you. <laughs> oh, yay. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that, but... Surprise! You're going first. Cool. Okay. Okay. Mine are somewhat short. Well, my second one, I think we're going to have fun with. <laughs> okay. It's basically just a list of things. <laughs> but yes. my first one is short. They're more conversational than anything. I love that. Yeah. I just <laughs> was so frustrated with the stupid internet that does look like it's connected, but <laughs> probably isn't. So I was like, <sighs> I just kind of like gave up <laughs> with, with the research. I'm like, we'll just talk about it. I love that. Yeah. Love that. So. Mine are kind of longer, okay. so it works out great. Okay, gonna... Well, one of them is kind of long. This is the greatest shit. What is it? Peach Fresca. Oh, Fresca soda water. Yeah. I really like the Peach Sprite from Burger King. Yeah. And this is a lot like that, but way less sugar and sweet, like way less sweet. And I love it. Nice. It's my favorite. <laughs> this is what I have. Ooh. Also peach flavored sparkling water. Exactly. <laughs> Look at us. We are on the same wavelength in so many different ways. Weird. Yeah. Are you ready for my first topic? Yes. My first topic is a little beverage I like to call sparkle water. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. (laughs) I know. How surprising that that was your second drink. (laughs) (laughs) That was also my first one. I cracked a second one. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) So I call it sparkle water just because, I don't know, its Christian name doesn't appeal to me. Seltzer sounds weird. (laughs) If you're like, ooh... I could really go for some seltzer. <laughs> right? Like, no. no. I don't usually say seltzer. I say sparkling water. Yeah. Sparkle water is... Or fizzy water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Do you remember the... I think it was, like, Canadian something. And it came in a glass bottle. And it was, like, back from the 90s. Uh, Canadian... Chris, uh, cl- clear Canadian or something. Yes. Yeah. That's it. My mom loved that stuff. <laughs> Have you ever had the New York one? Yes. That shit is so sweet. I know. <laughs> that oh is my not God. seltzer. That is straight <laughs> that up is, Sprite. 
That is a straight up soda. Yeah. <laughs> Pop. I don't care. Not a seltzer water. No, I do not care what they say. That is not seltzer. I didn't no. know that. And like, I was thirsty one day back before I moved back out to Phoenix. And I was at World Market. And I was like, shit, I had to drive all the way home. It wasn't that far. <laughs> but I was like, I just need you a You were little- thirsty. Yeah, I needed a little drink. And they had like a cooler beverage full of the New York seltzers. So I got one of those. And I was like, this is just peach sprite <laughs> yes like it's, it's delicious don't get me wrong delicious it is not what you're expecting though when you see seltzer it is not refreshing it's almost like to the point of being disgustingly sweet yeah <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> i was not prepared i thought i was getting like a nice refreshing bitter carbonation no and that was not the case <laughs> no it's just a pixie stick. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It tastes like a... You know how, like, airheads leave that really, like, sticky, sweet yeah. sugar in your mouth? Like, afterwards, you're just like... Yeah. Like, that's what it's like after you're done drinking that. I'm like, that is not appealing to me. I don't want to drink another one of these ever again. I think I've only ever had two in my whole life. Yeah. I got the one, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm good on these. Yeah. <laughs> so, seltzer. It's officially titled Carbonated Water. Because that's what it is. Right. <laughs> but it has many names. A rose by any other name is not Still so rose. sweet. <laughs> that's how that phrase, that, that's how it goes, right? A rose by any other name, something so sweet. I don't know. I don't know. I Shakespeare. don't actually know. Carbonated water, also known as soda water, sparkling water, fizzy water, water with gas. Which <laughs> <It> sounds awful. <laughs> I would never call it that. No, I don't know. I will never. I don't know where they never call it call that. It that. I'm assuming that's one of its older names because that sounds awful. I feel like seltzer is old, but... Well, seltzer is really only used in the U.S. Seltzer and seltzer water. We're basically the only people who call it that. Okay. (laughs) So the first iteration of artificially carbonated water, you can go and get like mineral springs and stuff. Sometimes they are already carbonated because it's carbon dioxide. From the earth? Yeah. So some of them are already like that, but artificially, like the, you know, process of adding... Carbonation to water? No. Hold on. I had the word for it. Damn it. I didn't write it down. It is, you know, (laughs) carbon dioxide, something, something. So it might have been invented in 1740 by William Brownrigg, but he never wrote a paper on it. So people don't talk about him, apparently. Okay. (laughs) Apparently you only get the credit if you've written a paper about it. So the father of the soft drink, Joseph Priestley, is the official inventor of the process in 1767. He wrote a paper on it in 1772. And I'm like... It took him five years to make it his, but he did it. Yeah. I don't know why he took so long to write a paper on it. The process included like bladders and like beer vats. I don't know. It was a whole thing, <laughs> but he figured it out and he what was... What a process. Yeah. There was a surprisingly satisfying feel when you drink it. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I get that. Right? <laughs> I am surprisingly satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> On our drive to McMinnville, I was telling stuff and I was like, I want a Diet Coke. And I, th- it, I think it was more just like the fizz I was wanting. Yeah. Like the carbonation of something. Yeah. I don't... We'll talk about soda later in a minute. But... Well, yeah. But, but I mean, like... This, the sensation. Yeah, exactly. So the most interesting parts of this whole thing to me are like the etymology. So like all of the different names that, that it has. <laughs> like water with gas. That's the weirdest Now one. we're water with gas. Okay. <laughs> so weird. I don't like that. It almost gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it sounds gross. <laughs> so until World War II, 
it was known as soda water because of the sodium salts that it had added uh, to mimic the mineral water flavors of okay. if you had gotten it from a natural spring. During the Great Depression, it was called Two Cents Plain, was its like nickname, because it was the cheapest option at the soda fountains. It didn't have the three cents worth of syrup in it. So it's just carbonated water. It cost two cents. There's no flavor. Two cents plain, <laughs> which I think is okay. a very utilitarian, but cute name. Two cents plain. Two cents plain. In the 1950s, they started calling it sparkling water or seltzer. Those names gained popularity. I don't know if they called it two cents plain until the 1950s. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they called it in between. What did they stop calling it that? Yeah. Uh, maybe it was always sparkling water, but then it just became more popular. I don't know. So seltzer water is basically only called that in America. And I don't know why, but seltzer water is the genericized trademark derived from the German town Selters, known for its mineral springs. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So basically they bottle up all that mineral spring water that is naturally carbonated, and they send it out all over the world. And we just call it seltzer because it's from seltzers, which is not the same word, but <laughs> close enough, I guess. <laughs> Us Americans, you know. Yeah. But seltzer water, the the phrase seltzer water, is virtually unknown in Britain and most Commonwealth countries. That's all my notes. So they just call it sparkling water? Uh, yeah, fizzy water, I hear a lot. Okay, so I watch, well, really, I guess I'm down to like one British vlogger on youtube but she said okay. she calls it fizzy water i feel like I they have much more cutesy names in european countries like fizzy water and like fairy bread <laughs> Which what is fairy bread fairy bread is basically bread with frosting and sprinkles look it up <laughs> it's yum ridiculous. i need to like get some of that in my life yeah, look up fairy bread it's an australian thing but yeah so like fizzy water or, you know, like they call the Christmas lights fairy lights. <laughs> Anything that's more cutesy is probably not going to be American. But unless you're at, like, IHOP. <laughs> Where they call it. God. The Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I'm never saying that IHOP. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just going to get the one with the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a strawberry crepe, thanks. Right? Like, no. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I don't know why the the seltzer thing hasn't caught on in countries closer to Germany. Like, that's weird to me, but... Especially since it's right there. Exactly. But maybe it's because it's not actually seltzers and it's just seltzer and it, like, offends them, which is why we're dumb Americans and the only ones that use that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Me either. <laughs> I didn't look that's that That's just far. my assumption. I, basically, I read the Wikipedia and I read a New York Times article because the New York Times will publish an article about anything. That's where I got yes, my hand will. clapping game information last week, most of it. <laughs> I depend a lot on the New York Times. So it makes sense that seltzer has caught on because we were like, oh, cool, soda. That sounds fantastic. It's so sweet. And then we're like, you know, maybe I don't like what that's doing to me. I, re I remember many science fair projects that other people did because my science fair projects were always much better than this. <laughs> but the one where you put a nail in a glass of Coke and then call it your science fair project. Yes. Yeah. I remember that a lot from when I was a kid. So we were like, oh, cool. Diet soda. It's got no calories. So it makes sense that we would move on from diet soda because we, we also don't like that. Some people think that certain sweeteners cause cancer. I have thoughts on that. <laughs> We talked about that <laughs> in a different time. But people want healthier options. And so this is all of the carbonation that I really want. I don't really drink soda. Sometimes I'll get a diet soda. But for the most part, I just want the carbonation. 
and like a little sweetness. So right now I have Same. the peach one <laughs> and it's uh, Soleil is actually decently flavored. It's not like someone sneezed on it after they ate a peach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really it like just the... makes a lot of sense that as a country who also loves a deep fried Oreo at the state fair, we would, <laughs> we would move on to healthier options. Right. <laughs> no, I do. I like salsa water a lot. My favorite brand is the Polar brand. I, um, is Polar like sweetened at all? Because I've had it once and I thought that it was a lot sweeter than the ones that I usually drink. Yes, they are, but not in any like calorific way. It's yeah. all. Like... I just prefer it not to be sweet. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one of theirs is, what I'm craving, like, especially when I'm trying to cut weight, mm-hmm. is uh, my favorite flavor to, like, sip on in the evening if I want something sweet but don't want any calories is the orange cream. Mm. Really good. <laughs> it's not not even near the New York seltzer sugar. Well, yeah. <laughs> t- like, sweet. But it is a little bit sweeter than any of the other brands of seltzer water, uh, specifically that flavor. Because mm-hmm. that's that also like... the brand that I know about because of the Instagram community that I'm in don't they have like the unicorn tears or whatever flavor that is <laughs> they have yes, like some like <laughs> trendy like kid centric flavors so yes they do yeah they're fun I think I actually bought three of them last year yeah and they're okay it's funny that you bring that up because that was going to be on the bottom of my list of brands <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah. I like, if I have my choice, taking all of my morals out of it, I'm going to go with La Croix. I say La Croix. First of all, let's get that out of the way. I call it La Croix because that's how you're supposed to say it. I know in America, we're like, oh, St. Croix. It's La Croix. It's not, it's not either of those. None of those are right. <laughs> it's Croix. It's La Croix. Like Christian La Croix. Croix? Croix. It's French. Quoi. Yeah, quoi. Quoi. Okay. <laughs> I know people say Croix. I can't bring myself to do it. So yeah, if I have my choice of all of them, just based on the flavors that I enjoy, I'm going to go with the Cran Raz La Croix because that's my favorite flavor. I have not had that. Yeah, it's my favorite flavor, but I don't like to support them just because of past things that are things that have happened with that company. So I don't really buy them anymore. But I think the Soleil is a really good option. It's the signature select that you can get at like Kroger's. We, I mean, we have two more boxes down there. Kelsey got the strawberry boobly, which is Pepsi's brand. We call it boobly because there's only one B. <laughs> it's not bubbly, it's boobly. <laughs> also, I really enjoy their Michael Bublé commercials because I love Michael Bublé. <laughs> I don't know what else she has down there. But also, I think we would be remiss if we did not address hard seltzers because we also have White Claw in the fridge. <laughs> We just, yes. have, we just have a lot of seltzers in this house. I like them. I, I'm not mad that you have all the seltzers in your house. Yeah. We have some black cherry, white claw. I've We've had the Natty Light one. Not a huge fan. No? No. The seltzer? Yeah. Have you had the Natty Light seltzer? No, I've had their summer brew. What is that called? I don't know. We're talking about seltzers, not Natty Light. I know. I know. But they've also turned it into like a seltzer and I... What was the flavor of your, your seltzer? We got a mixed pack. I think it was like strawberry and peach or something. Okay. They have like a summer brew and it, I'm almost certain that they made it into a seltzer. So that's probably what you bought. Maybe. That's what I've had of theirs, but I haven't specifically had their seltzer. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan. Okay. There is another brand that we got that was three. There One was like, there was some sort of peach something and then some sort of like raspberry or something. Mm-hmm. And then they're like wild card one was like a melon lime or... Cucumber melon or something. Yeah. 
Okay. It was weird. It wasn't that bad. It's just like a little tart because it doesn't have like all the sweetness of <laughs> like fruity things. Right. Because it's a cucumber and a lime. Yeah. So once you got past like it was, I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't like sweet like all the other ones. But the Natty Light, just like regular peachy kind, tasted more like the tart limey one than it should have and i'm like why is this so sour did they come was that like a transition flavor from faucet to flavor like from flavor to flavor and they were just like oh we'll make like mountain dew some of these yes (laughs) yeah i mean it might have been i have no idea weird yeah so i think my favorite all-around flavor like flavor for all of the different seltzers is just basic lime because it's kind of hard to screw up lime yeah yeah those are like the you know any kind of like lime lemon like orange any of the like citrus fruits that you're you're gonna like squeeze into a drink anyway that's pretty much a a given they're gonna be good the my favorite brewery down here Oso, makes their own like house hard seltzer it's so good dude (laughs) so i actually really like the truly lemonade seltzer i have not tried that either it is freaking delicious it's not as sweet as a mike's hard but it's a little bit sweeter than the regular Truly because of the lemonade in it. It's so good. I think it's probably my favorite hard seltzer over yeah. White Claw over anything. But you like the bitterness of the seltzer, so you might not like it. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, it depends. I like the bitterness of the seltzer, but I think that if it was alcoholic, I would prefer it to be a little sweeter. Yes, just like that's why I like this flavor. one. Exactly. Yeah, when we were in Salt Lake City, <laughs> our hotel had uh, what they called a sweet shop, uh, like S-U-I-T-E. It okay. was just like a little like minute market type thing and they just charge it to your room. But they had White Claws, which is why I had so many White Claws when we were there. They were <laughs> That's just... why all your snaps had White Claws in yeah, them. Yeah, because they were just read- readily available. And I got two of the black cherry ones. And I also had on a burgundy sweater and like a maroony jacket. And like my makeup was done to match that. And then I was like, we got to the room and I'm like, I also have these like maroon black cherry white gloves. <laughs> you were feeling, yeah, it was very, very black weird. cherry. If black cherry was a mood, it would be you that day. Exactly. I have a picture on my, I might have put that on tinder actually i don't remember (laughs) i would have to check but and then i sent you that snap where i tried to open it with one hand and be all cool and then i spilled it all over myself yes (laughs) yeah so right now i'm drinking the peach soleil flavor the last time we talked about it i think i had the black cherry the blackberry vanilla which was really good mostly i well during the whole covid thing i've mostly been getting them just to like mix with vodka (laughs) but i I'm out of vodka. I think you saw that post on (laughs) on Instagram. I did. Yeah. The only alcohol I have left is Bailey's. (laughs) Which is not your fave. No. I mean, we still have that beer in the fridge and then two White Claws. (laughs) But hard alcohol. It's just Bailey's. If you can call that hard. It's more like soft alcohol. (laughs) Yes. I think of that and I think of like a liqueur or like something not quite hard alcoholish. Yeah. Not quite there. Yeah. Have you had the AHA seltzer? No. It's not my favorite. I tried it recently because they come in like tall boys at the gas station. And Where do you even get them? Like, I don't, I don't know if I've even seen that brand. They have them. I mean, I've seen them basically everywhere, but I stopped at the gas station on my way to work one day and I didn't, it wasn't like the morning. I didn't want coffee. I wanted something like refreshing, but still caffeinated. And it's a caffeinated seltzer, but they come in like the tall boy cans and... It was like a cherry lime or something. It was okay. But I recently saw a commercial for them, and their new flavor is black cherry and coffee. 
<laughs> and I'm like, why would you do that? I believe you that there's caffeine, if you, even if you don't put coffee in it. Yeah, I don't know. I know cherry and coffee go well together as flavors, but I, uh, but don't, I don't know that I'd want it in a drink a seltzer. Friggin seltzer. Yeah. yeah, no, hard pass. Yeah, it was fine, though. You tasted it? Oh, not that flavor. Okay, but I just was like, like the brand in general. It was fine. I mean, it's caffeinated. So I mean, that's nice if you want that in your seltzer. But I read the can and it's only, it's like as much caffeine as a cup of green tea or something. I'm like, green tea is nothing. I know that they say it's caffeinated, but like, it's really barely <laughs> minuscule. Yeah. It's caffeinated for people who don't typically drink caffeine. Yeah. Which is not me. <laughs> me either. I drink it all the time. Yeah. So your favorite is the polar? Yeah. I know you hate it, but I don't hate it. I had it once at a Christmas party and it was not what I was expecting it to be. So I don't want to like buy a whole box of them. Which flavor did you have? I don't remember. It was the last Christmas. It was my Christmas, my last Christmas party in LA. So it was like over a year ago now. I don't remember. Okay. My favorite flavors of theirs, again, lime and then the orange cream. I really like orange flavor in general. Mm -hmm. Typically not orange cream, but for whatever reason, I like the orange cream polar. Yeah. What do you got? So I was laying on the couch this morning. I was like, what the hell am I going to talk about today? Like I was doing that last night and then I decided on my things and I'm like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So recently we have taken to watching Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Love it. It's so good. They had a, they've been doing like a, on, I don't know, CNBC or some, one of the money channels, they've been doing like a coronavirus Shark Tank marathon for like ever. Yes. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what I've been watching. Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) Okay, cool. Perfect. I'm glad I picked a good topic. Yeah, I love it. So first episode of Shark your, Tank. Your your uh, epi- your thing is Shark Tank, right? Yes, okay. that's that's my topic okay. is Shark Tank. The show sh- the show Shark Tank. Cool, love it. So episode one aired August 9th, two thousand nine eight nine oh nine. That's so long ago. I don't think I realized I it was on when we were in high school. I don't either. I think I, I remember mean, seeing commercials. I feel like it's been on since the beginning of time, but also that feels like so long ago. Uh, you just called us old. No. <laughs> It feels like it's a long time ago, but it also feels like this has been the longest month of ever, so. It also has been the longest month of ever, (laughs) so. I thought January of this year was bad. No, it is definitely, definitely April. Yeah, it's almost I don't think April was as bad as March, though. March was the longest month of my life. It was a lot more hectic. Now we've kind of settled into it, so it's like, well, this is what it is for now. Yeah, and I can deal with that, but it was all the chaos that just made everything feel so long. Anyways, back to Shark Tank. (laughs) Yay. So for people who aren't not familiar with Shark Tank, the premise of the show is budding entrepreneurs work to persuade a panel of business tycoons to invest in their proposals in turn for a percentage of equity in their company. Did you just recite the like voiceover from the beginning? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Okay. I took that from their website. Okay. I think that's also verbatim the <laughs> the voiceover. It probably is. The panel of business tycoons are called sharks. Hell yeah. Which is why it's called Shark Tank. Hell yeah. It's so different. Like season one to season whatever we're on right now. It's a different show completely. It you is. You can tell will when it's an... Touch on that. You can tell when it's an old episode because they're all just yelling at each other <laughs> the whole time. Yes. There are a group of rotating investors, uh, business experts, and self-made millionaire or billionaires. Usually five out of six of the core group appear on an epi- any given episode. The six sharks are pretty much who I'm going to talk about. And then I'm going to talk about some successful Shark Tank products. Hell yeah. Okay, Please explain so to me Kevin. the scrub daddy because I don't get it. 
Anyway, continue. Oh my god, I own one. I will I will even show you it and demo it and everything. Okay. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love my scrub daddy. <laughs> Everybody wants to be the scrub daddy. I'm gonna start out with Kevin O'Leary, aka Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. Hell yeah. Mr. <laughs> Wonderful. He started on season one and he is still currently on the show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he his net worth when the Wikipedia article I read was last updated was four hundred million dollars. Was his net worth. Sounds about right. (laughs) Kevin co-founded and sold the learning company to Mattel for $4.2 billion. He was president when they sold to Mattel in 99, but was soon fired after by Mattel when the acquisition resulted in major losses and several shareholder lawsuits. Yeah, he likes to bring that out whenever there's like a kid's product. He's like, hey. I know the people at Mattel. you know me. I sold a a big company to Mattel. (laughs) I'm like, Kevin, you're leaving out a big part of that story. Right? (laughs) You forgot you got fired, bro. (laughs) Right? Because you can't run a business. I should not say that because he clearly can't. He has $400 million of money. (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of screwed that one up a little bit. It's fine. But he does know Mattel, so. (laughs) Yes, he does. That's a connection. I guess it's <laughs> guess it's worth something. The learning company was responsible for Reader Rabbit, I don't know Carmen that. San Diego, I know that one. and the Oregon Trail. I do know that one. I never played it. Okay. <laughs> you never played the Oregon Trail. You were gonna move on from that. No. I went to a private school, we didn't have computers. What is wrong with you? Oh my god. <laughs> I There's was an online kid. version of this and you need to go play it. Yeah, I get it. You die of dysentery. That's the best part. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin has also written I'm I'm blown away by that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Kevin has also written four books. That's where I'm gonna end talking about Kevin because <laughs> okay. I'm still <laughs> torn up about this Oregon Trail game you've never played. In fact, I even have a little heart next to Oregon Trail <laughs> on my notes. Cause that's my favorite. Oh my god. Okay. Next shark. <laughs> Damon John from Brooklyn, New York. He started in season one and still to this day is going Who? current on the show. Damon. Oh, Damon. Like you said, his name is John. And I'm like, who's John? No, his name is Damon, Damon John. Yeah. I know Damon. Yes. <laughs> he is worth, at the time of the article I read was written, net worth was worth $250 million. Yeah, sounds about uh, right. <laughs> do you know his claim to fame? Because I didn't, and I'm kind of surprised by this. I feel like I did at one point. Okay. Because it has something to do with clothes. Yes. Yeah. Because he's the clothes okay. guy. I mean, I know he's the clothes guy, and I feel yeah. like I did know at some point. Oh, no. Never mind. I was thinking Under Armour, but that was two guys who came on. One of their dads invented Under Armour, and they're like, why the fuck are you here? Damon's claim to fame is that he is founder, president, and CEO of the brand FUBU. So... <laughs> is Fubu's- that a streetwear brand? Sounds like a yes. streetwear brand. Okay. Uh- Fubu, F-U-B-U, mm-hmm. is for us by us. It was super, it's, super okay. popular. Like it's also blowfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it's the name. I think it's the Japanese word for blowfish. Fubu, mm-hmm. F-U-B-U. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. But <laughs> that's the first okay. Thing well, in this case, head. in the case of Damon John, we're talking about for us by us. Uh, they are a casual sportswear, eyewear, belts, shoes, and a suit collection company. Fugu with a G. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fugu is blowfish in Japanese. Yes. Damon wanted to learn how to sew, so his mother taught him, and she eventually let his business take over their home. They later mortgaged their house for $100,000 to generate startup capital for Damon, and he recruited two of his friends at that point in time. That doesn't sound like it went well. It did, actually. 
with the yeah. friends with the friends oh, yeah nice they, like we're business partners for like well over five years i think oh. uh they sewed fubu logos onto hockey jerseys and sweatshirts and t-shirts and loaned them out to rappers to wear in their music videos very much brooklyn new york did they make the clothes or just put patches on there they just put their patches on them what a ripoff <laughs> yes Two years and 30 videos later, they were perceived as a large clothing brand and stores started requesting the FUBU brand. So he's just a scammer. He's very good at convincing people. Don't sue me, Damon. <laughs> Damon's coming after you. My next shark is Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Okay. I have a fun I actually fact. follow Mark on Twitter. I do not, but okay. I did like transcription for a, a minute, but yeah. one of the, like the tests, because you have to like do a test and like get accepted into it basically but yeah one of them was an interview with mark cuban oh damn (laughs) so i spent a lot of time with mark cuban (laughs) that's legit (laughs) mark cuban started on season two of shark tank and he is still a current shark yeah he is his (laughs) net worth i think is the most out of all the sharks (laughs) it better be he owns who does he own i'll get to that okay uh he is worth 4.3 billion dollars yeah that's not a surprise with a b with a B. Billion dollars. I feel like everybody he, knows the name Mark Cuban. Yeah. He co-founded and sold Broadcast.com to Yahoo for $5.7 billion. He also founded and sold Microsolutions to CompuServe for $6 million. He is an Access TV chairman, which is owned by AEG, which also runs ticketing platform AXS, which I have bought many a tickets from. I did once. That's where we got our Elton John tickets. Oh. He is an admirer of Ayn Rand and was motivated by the novel The Fountainhead. Oh, my God. He sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am totally against Mark Cuban now. <laughs> Are you? I have not. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I just thought so that was pretentious an interesting fact. And it's ugh. <laughs> just look it up. But I think it like taught him to like look beyond like that stuff because the my next sentence. Okay. He technically has like libertarian views, and he's endorsed like Hillary Clinton for president. But he said if he was to run for president, he would run as a Republican because he's Republican because he is socially a centrist but physically a Republican. Yeah, Ayn Rand. So had like. Some- controversial political opinions okay i don't know anything like hardly anything that's why i had to ask this guy's name like even if i was saying it right so i don't know anything about that uh i just thought it was kind of cool that like even though he's like super rich like sure like his richness is like conservative like socially he like his views in mine align so i thought that was kind of cool (laughs) there i don't know anything about his motivation from the book (laughs) the fountainhead but uh (laughs) apparently you do yeah just look up why people hate the fountainhead okay i'll do that after we're done (laughs) Next shark. <laughs> Barbara Corcoran. Barbara! I love Barbara. I love her. She's like the epitome of like... We love Barbara. Grace and sass. Her net worth is $80 million. And she has always been a shark. She started on season one and is still currently a shark. Yeah, she is. She co-founded and sold the Corcoran Real Estate Group for $66 million, And then also founded the Corcoran Report, which covers real estate data trends in New York City. She was a contestant on season 25 of Dancing with the Stars in September of 2017, but she was the first contestant eliminated. <laughs> that sucks, Sad. but that doesn't surprise me either. No, me either. <laughs> me either. But I love Barbara. She's the sweetest. Next one. Robert. Hurry back. Robert has been a shark always. <clears throat> he started in season one and is still currently a shark. Robert's a real Cinderella story. I just watched his yes. backstory episode. 
Oh, really? Mm. I have not seen it. Oh. I'll have to do that. Do you know? I mean, I assume you looked up his story. Some of it, just the highlights, though. Okay. And I have kind of a cool connection to that, to his history. <laughs> okay. His net worth as of June 2016 was $200 million. I was not able to find a current net worth, so I'm assuming it's a lot more than that now. I mean, Considering I don't that know. Was they have four years ago. now. So it might be a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Or it might be more because he's made more deals. Who knows? It was a, It's a secret, apparently, because I couldn't find it. <laughs> he sold BRAK Systems to AT&T Canada for $30.2 million. Fun fact, AT&T Canada is now Allstream, and that is who my current work uses for our phone system. So that's kind of cool. He is a CEO and founder of Haryavik Group, which does IT security. Which is, is that his last name? Haryavik, yes. Okay. He also sold Ramp Networks to Nokia for $225 million. Yeah. So do you, you don't have any. Fill of, me out on his backstory. Okay. So his parents are immigrants. They, he he okay. was born in Ukraine or somewhere in that area. Okay. Yugoslavia, maybe. And they moved over here when he was like little. He was like five or something when they moved over here. So like he grew up, they didn't have a lot of money whatever and his friend was going on an interview at like a computer company and <laughs> when they were like older when they were like you know in college or something mm-hmm. and his friend was going to an interview he didn't get the job but he told robert he's like you should go interview like they didn't hire me but you should go interview it seems like a good job and he's like why would i want to do anything with computers <laughs> and then he went there and it was <laughs> i think it was microsoft or something like it oh was my god it was going to be big and also it was a lot of money <laughs> so basically that i how, did not know yeah, that that's how he started <laughs> by accident legit yeah Go Robert. He, a fun fact about him, he was a field producer for the 1984 Olympics in Sarajevo. 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 I was close. You were. But you... The J in Mex, like in Spanish, has the ha sound. Yeah. Sound, so that's how I always say it. Yeah. Sarajevo is not in Mexico, though. Well, no, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I was close. It's okay. I used to pronounce the J in Reykjavik. <laughs> Most successful investment of Roberts on Shark Tank was a 10% stake for a $100,000 loan with the sweater company Tipsy Elves, which makes Christmas sweaters. Like fun. Yeah, I know because people bring them into my work and I'm like, this lights up. We can't wash that. What are you talking about? Next shark is Lori Greiner. She started in season three and she is now a current shark. Yeah. Or is still a current shark. Her net worth is $100 million. She is known as the queen of QVC. Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen a whole ton of her products in, like, Walmart. Oh, always. Anything that in the as seen on TV section? Yes. I remember specifically there was this one that was a fitness board. Oh, yeah. Like a, the, yeah. The twist. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember, specifically remember seeing that in Walmart, like, two like two weeks after I saw the, that episode. And I was like, oh, my God, she's everywhere. Yeah. She's great. She has created more than over 600 products and holds well over 120 U.S. and foreign patents, which is pretty impressive. She's the founder of For Your Ease Only, which is a product development and marketing company, which makes me kind of want to see what kind of employment opportunities they have there. (laughs) Uh, That's all I have about Lori, uh, other than she's freaking adorable. Yeah, she is. I just love her. (laughs) She's so cute. Uh, The next shark is Kevin Harrington. He was on seasons one and two. He occasionally pops on current episodes. Not my favorite, so I'm not going to talk about him. (laughs) Uh, the 12 most successful Shark Tank products are... Scrub Daddy. I think that's number one. Yeah. Everybody wants to be the Scrub Daddy. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love my Scrub Daddy. I still don't get it, but... Product number one is the Scrub Daddy. Mm-hmm. It was introduced in the fourth season, and obviously, Lori snatched it because she's the queen of As Seen on TV. Yeah. So what the Scrub Daddy is, it is a, like, a hard... It's a sponge scratchy. with a face in it. 
no, it's not even a sponge. It's like a hard, it kind of is a sponge, but it's like a hard, scratchy. Like a plastic sponge? Yeah. And then you like get it warm and it, like if you keep it cold, it like stays hard and scratchy. But if you warm it up, it like turns into like a soft, pliable little thing and you can like scrub shit with it. I love it. It's great. We use it for our shower. (laughs) That's number one. Number two is Tipsy Elves, which is the holiday themed clothing line. Number three is the Breathometer, which was introduced in season five. And that one was signed by Mark, Kevin, Damon, Robert, and Lori. Crazy. I didn't realize he or they all went in on that. That happens sometimes. Yeah, but I just didn't realize all of them did that on that specific product. Number four is Bubba Q's Boneless Ribs. Number five is 1031 Productions. Number six is Wicked Good Cupcakes. I remember that one. Number seven is Bombas, which are... It sucks. I know Bombas. It sucks. And they donate socks. (laughs) (laughs) they're supposed to be real good (laughs) they look real good in the picture yeah they have like the like the silver thing like the microbial something i think and when you buy a pair of socks they donate socks to homeless people so buy bomb that socks Ooh, i like that number eight is simple sugars number nine is cousins main lobster they have a food cart or had a food court just north of the fremont street slot machine Hmm. on the corner by el cortez oh nice we've been there yeah, I think I tried to point it out to you, but I think they might have moved. But there's like a food cart right there on that corner, and that's where they were. Nice. Number 10 is Lumio. Number 11 is Ready Rest. And number 12 is The Chord Buddy, which is a new way to learn guitar. So, yeah, those are the 12 most successful shark products. And quick little tidbits on all six of the sharks. Nice. Yes. The only Shark Tank product I have ever participated in is. Cineholic. It is a uh, vegan cinnamon roll place, but they're like made to order. So like they have the rolls ready and then you just like pick your toppings like at Cold Stone, but it's cinnamon Yum. rolls and they're all vegan. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just opened one down here, but I think they started in Vegas. Do they have one in Portland? Because if so, I need to go. I don't know. You would have to check, <laughs> but they're real good. We can go when you come down here. Yes, please. Yeah. Really the only one I've ever like bought was just Scrub Daddy. Yeah. Or that I was aware was a Shark Tank product. Yeah. I've I mean, I guess some, like, I might have. But I doubt it because I don't buy that many things new. So fair enough. I've seen a lot of stuff like in the stores that I'm like, oh, that was on Shark Tank. Oh, that was on Shark Tank. But I've only really ever bought the Scrub Daddy. Yeah, sometimes I'll see things out like in the world, like uh, sand cloud towels. Sand cloud towels. Yeah. So basically the, the guys go in there and they're like, hey, if we know anything about millennials, it's that we'll buy anything if there's a cause attached to it. And I'm like, yes, you got us. Yes. Yeah. So ba- we are yeah, empaths. So all I of think us. When they, I think when you buy one of their towels, they donate money to like sea turtle conservation or something. I don't know, but I see oh. their ads pop up on like Instagram all the time. So yes, I would totally buy that. Yeah. See, that's what <laughs> see, they know. What is your second topic? My second topic is baking. Oh yes, <laughs> I made these guys cookies. I threw them all. Those look the so good. Now. They're peanut butter cookies. I had everything that I needed for them. Surprisingly, <laughs> they've just been sitting Yum. on this table next to me, and it smells like peanut butter cookies in here. I love peanut butter cookies. They're so good. So much. Look, they're little cute, little cute cookies. The little fork marks and everything. Yeah, but I made them with my extra crunchy peanut butter, so they're like extra crunchy. <laughs> yes, the chunks of nuts and all. Yeah. The first time I ever made it, or the first time. I ever had to make like a dish for a work office party at my work. Mm -hmm. It was for a Christmas party or a cookie exchange. And I had all the ingredients to make peanut butter cookies. Yeah. And they turned out so good. They're so simple to make just a peanut butter cookie because basically you need 
peanut butter, eggs, and flour. Yep. Um, I mean, these are vegan, so it took, like, a little, like, different ingredients and, like, more than that because you have to, like, replace the egg and stuff. But yeah. Kelsey made cookies, like, last month, so we already had applesauce, so, so I was all set. Yes! Like, that's going to be the, like, wild card because I'm an adult. Why would I just have applesauce? <laughs> For real, though. Yeah. But we did. And I made them. And they're good. And I put some in a little container to take to work because I told my opener that I would bring her cookies. And that was last week. And she hasn't been in the store. <laughs> She's been at other stores. <laughs> but I'll bring them to her tomorrow. Because she'll be in. Yeah. Anyway, baking. I didn't know how to approach this one. Really? There's so much. Well, because it's like, you know I love a food history. Yes. The history of baking is we needed to eat. (laughs) Right? Like, it was a necessity. (laughs) Right? Like, we had fire and someone put flour and water together. I don't know. (laughs) Like, basically. And it puffed up. Yeah. (laughs) It got bigger. So, I'm not doing any of that for baking, really. Okay, perfect. But I did find an interesting article. Why do we bake for fun? (laughs) It was finally the question that got me to a HuffPost article about they interviewed some psychologists about the effect of baking, like why we do it (laughs) recreationally, basically. Did you know that culinary art therapy is a thing? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, basically, it comes down to three things that they talked about in the article, at least. Baking is a productive form of self-expression and communication. So, I mean, for me, (laughs) specifically, my love language is gift giving. So like, I don't talk about things ever (laughs) you know me i don't want to talk about feelings i'm just gonna make you you some bomb ass cupcakes and be like here we're friends (laughs) you know that i love that that. yeah like i don't want to i love that about you i'll just make you something nice that i know you'll enjoy and then we all know that it's good (laughs) 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 like we're friends this is how i tell you exactly so it is Also a form of mindfulness because you have to get so into it when you're, you know, measuring things, you have to pay attention and you have to really pay attention when you're like mixing it and rolling out the dough and everything. Like in the now and present. Yeah, exactly. So you really have to uh, focus on that. And I mean, some people use it as kind of a form of meditation. (laughs) Like you just kind of get into the zone and you get out of your head and you do all that. Like I like baking. I had all of the things that I needed to make these peanut butter cookies. So I was like... Hell yeah, I'm just going to make some peanut butter cookies. But like, which is a relatively easy cookie. You just like put all the stuff together, basically. (laughs) You mix all your wets and then all your dries (laughs) and then you mix them together and then you put them in the oven. But I made for that Christmas party that I was talking about earlier where I had the polar seltzer. I made some adorable little sugar cookies in the shapes of Christmas trees and snowflakes. And I decorated them. (laughs) It took me like three hours but you know they Jesus. looked good after that. And I just like sat there and I had my music on. And I was just like decorating all these little cookies. <laughs> I've often like I actually have bought tips mm-hmm. to start like decorating cookies because I want to start baking cookies because it's fun. And it's yeah, I didn't do any of the an artistic expression. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any of the uh, piping. I just like line and flood. <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah, you know that phrase at least. <laughs> I totally do. But yeah, it's like you get into it and it's just something to focus on. And yeah, it was just a nice like Saturday. And I just decorated all my stuff. And then the last point they made is that it is a form of altruism. You like bake, you know, help other people eat. Because I mean, it's not just cookies. Like you bake bread and other like actual meal foods. Cakes and. (laughs) So it's not just, you know, 
fun like three hour desserts <laughs> that you're making like you so can actually question. help feed people yes serious question mm-hmm. where does the line for cooking stop and baking start because <laughs> do you cook a lasagna or do you bake a lasagna you bake a lasagna okay <laughs> it goes in so the oven, you bake you, it. does lasagna classify as okay so that's the distinction between cooking and baking yeah okay <laughs> yes. okay that, ma- that clarifies <laughs> if it goes in the me. oven it's baked like a okay. frittata, it's baked. Yes. It is not okay. necessarily a baked food because it's not like flour and sugar and all of that. Like like a, you know, like a commonly yeah. thought of like a baked good would be like flour and sugar and eggs. Like I totally had baked chicken breast before. Yeah. If it's in okay. the oven, it's baked. <laughs> just because okay. it's not sweet. Okay. So that's all the notes I had. And then I just have a list of like classic American baked desserts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically for us to talk about because I was like. I don't want to go into the history of baking. And so I just found an article that listed a short and succinct list of 42 baked goods. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I know. I thought it was like 10 for some reason. And then it kept going. And then you texted me and I was still writing things. I'm like, what does this list end? And it got to like 42. And then it was like, okay, you're just going to abruptly stop after a short 42 items. (laughs) (laughs) End of article. Right. So it was, oh, it was an eat this, not that article. And it was just about American desserts. So I thought we would have a little fun talking about American desserts. I only wrote down, I don't have all 42. I only wrote down the ones that are baked because they had like ice cream on the list, which is not a, has nothing to do with baking. (laughs) No, that's not a baked item. So I'm going to move these cookies. I'm going to put this list over here so I don't have to hold that book the whole time. Dude, I so badly want one of those cookies. I may go make some peanut butter cookies after this. Do it. I'll send you some. Actually, no. I'm going to make some blueberry muffins because I we have... I love a blueberry muffin. <laughs> we... <laughs> I don't know what happened halfway through that word. Uh, we bought some uh, meat to put in the freezer yesterday, mm-hmm. so we had to make some room in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So we had to take out some of our frozen fruit and put it in the fridge so that we have blueberries in there. So I'm going to make blueberry muffins so they don't go bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have muffins on my list. That is not a distinctly American dessert. No, it is not. So chocolate chip cookies. Uh, Is that distinctly American? Do you not know the story of chocolate chip cookies? No. Okay. The story of chocolate chip cookies is probably not real. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Ruth something and her husband, Kenneth White House (laughs) something. I don't know. She had like a long last name. Toll House? No, because they owned the Toll House Inn (laughs) is where the name comes from. Okay. (laughs) No, but it's like, yeah, it's a long name. So Ruth and Kenneth owned the Toll House Inn. The story goes that one day she was making cookies for their guests and she realized that she had run out of her baker's chocolate, but she did conveniently have Nestle's semi-sweet chocolate. She's like, I'll just substitute that. She puts them in the oven. Oh no, it didn't melt into the dough and become (laughs) just a chocolate cookie with no chunks, but people liked it anyway (laughs) and thus was born. The Toll House cookie. But anybody who knows anything about baking knows that chocolate isn't going to melt into... It's all solid. Yeah. Anybody who knows anything... Okay, that pro- that story is probably not real. She probably just saw, like... I mean, I'm sure she did run out of baker's chocolate and add the thing in there. But, like, the whole thing about it being an accident is bullshit. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Right. But in exchange for... It's a fun little story, though. Yeah. It is a fun story. It's just false. <laughs> But in exchange for a lifetime supply of chocolate, she let them put the recipe on the back of the chocolate chip bag, which is why they're Toll House chocolate chips. Love that. So she got some out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is great. Anyway, I like a chocolate chip cookie. So do I. They're classic. 
apple pie is actually one of my least favorite. I prefer a Dutch items. I prefer a Dutch. I'm not a crust person, so I I am rarely going to choose a pie over anything else. But same. I like a Dutch apple pie because it doesn't have the top crust; it just has the crumble. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind apple pies, but they are not my fave. My mom likes to make them for holidays. I may have a piece, but if there's another option like pumpkin or cherry pie, get me in for that. Screw the apple. Yeah. my I think the only time I really enjoy apple pie is on the 4th of July. Like <laughs> one piece of apple pie. That's it. Yeah. And it has to be with ice cream. Can't be with anything else. Yeah. I'm probably only going to eat it if it's got the crust. If it's a Dutch. <laughs> I don't like the crust. I like the lattice one because it's not that much like the lattice topping yeah. because it's not like a full yeah. covered crust. Again, not my favorite. <laughs> so I probably will choose something else over the top over that. Yeah, definitely. I have included this one. It might be controversial. Not for the Americanness, but for the bakedness. Okay. Cheesecake. How many have to bake that? Some of it not all cheesecakes are baked a lot of no, them are just like, refrigerated traditional but they do cheesecake have is baked. baked cheesecakes which is why i included it in the list and i prefer a baked cheesecake anyway same i have not which made have. a vegan apple or a vegan cheesecake i have eaten vegan cheesecakes i go to the cheesecake factory every year on my birthday but it's the cheesecake factory and there is not enough money in a vegan option so <laughs> the waiter last year for my birthday brought me a strawberry with a birthday candle in it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. He was cute, so it's fine. <laughs> I love cheesecakes. Yeah. Uh, I think my, my favorite, favorite is just dessert. like a traditional New York with mm. like mm-hmm. strawberry on top. Oh, yeah. I make a cranberry marshmallow cheesecake. That is very good. <laughs> One time I made... <laughs> can you make this for me for graduation in December, please? Hell yeah. Okay. That's what I want. That, that can be your gift to me for graduation <laughs> okay. is a cheesecake. It's delicious. I made it once and took it to school and that's what we had for lunch. And <laughs> we ate it at lunch. There was like three of us. <laughs> I think it was just me and Easton and Kelsey. And they fought over the last piece and he stabbed her with a fork. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a plastic fork, but he really wanted that last bite. <laughs> but damn. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I did not know. I've heard of the fork stabbing story, but I did not know that's where that came Mm -hmm. from. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. It's so good. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. I love it. I have a confession. I've never eaten pecan pie because the texture weirds me out to look at and I don't think I want to eat it, but it is my mom's favorite. See, I had never had a piece until I started dating Stefan Mm -hmm. and it's his favorite. So the very first Christmas we were together, we went and bought a pecan pie to take it to my mom's house so he could have his favorite dessert. And I had a piece and have loved it ever since. It's freaking delicious. It's real sweet because it's it's... basically boiled sugar. Yes. But (laughs) it's It's sugar and fucking like cane syrup (laughs) and pecans. I have made pecan pie cupcakes with like a brown sugar buttercream. Those Mm -hmm. were good. It sounds delicious. But I have not had pecan pie. So I have no thoughts on the matter. (laughs) Carrot cake. Also, it's my mom's favorite cake. It has to be a moist carrot cake. I am also not a fan of carrot cake. And with a traditional, like, true cream cheese frosting. Otherwise, it's a no-go for me. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Fun fact, though, I discovered while reading this article, carrot cake, it had... Okay, so it did start across the pond, and then it came over with the pilgrims, the settlers, whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call them. But it may have been an accident, because someone might have just read the recipe wrong for a currant cake, (laughs) 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 and then put carrots in it. very possible yeah. and i'm like that's funny it is funny especially because i don't like currants yeah and i like carrots so yeah. <laughs> how american of me yeah the boston cream pie <laughs> 
I have not had a true Boston Me cream either. pie. But I've had like the little Debbie's Boston cream oh, pie rolls. That's not the same thing at all. <laughs> no. But like I've, I get the idea from that. I've never had a Boston cream pie, but I do like a Bavarian cream donut, which is basically the same thing. I do like those. Yeah. So I haven't had it, but I would like to try it. Yeah. The Omni House, I think, in Boston. Basically the place that invented the Boston cream pie. Okay. Still exists and will ship a Boston cream pie anywhere. So if you really want to try one. I baked Alaska. I included it is an ice cream dessert, but it does have a sponge cake component and a meringue that you will bake. So yes, I, that I is included baked Alaska for those reasons. I've not actually had one. I've seen them and they look damn delicious. They, I feel like it was a really popular reference for kids shows in like the nineties and early two thousands. Uh, and the first, cause there I, was a commercial on at that time that promoted this thing that you can make a baked Alaska. It's like a super popular commercial at that time. I think that's why I remember it. I don't remember that. But the first time I ever saw one was a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode, possibly the pilot. I can't remember, but I've never seen one in person. <laughs> I have. There's a place up on 23rd called Papa Hayden and they do fabulous desserts and they I've seen what them bring like slices of baked Alaska out and it looks so good. Yeah, it was not started at Delmonico's in New York, but the like the version that it is today and the reason that it's named Baked Alaska is for the inauguration of, of the state of Alaska. Oh. Uh, and they do still st- sell it as they made it when it was created at Delmonico's. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's the same recipe. The Swiss roll, I've never had in person. <laughs> or Me not in person because that's the only way to eat it. but i have had the little debbie's version which i do enjoy same i do enjoy this red velvet cake love a red velvet cake yeah that's my favorite yeah red velvet cake with a real cream cheese frosting yeah so good yes please which is it's literally just chocolate flavoring dyed red so here's the thing it was invented by someone who owned like a food dye company <laughs> okay which is why it's red yeah because he's like well if we make a red cake they'll buy more red food coloring genius yeah it's damn delicious thanks guy yeah it is great the seven layer bar or magic cookie bar which is my favorite yum that's the one with the coconut and the white chocolate chips mm-hmm. right yeah yeah we didn't we never made it with the white chocolate chips we did uh regular and butterscotch Ooh. but we did the regular butterscotch and then sometimes white chocolate yeah it's officially supposed to have white chocolate i guess but that is not the way i learned to make it good choice on that they are real good yeah they're so good oh i love those i now i feel like i need to go bake all the things i know right peach cobbler classic love it yeah i'm not i think my favorite cobbler though is blackberry i do like peach but blackberry yeah i mean any any cobbler could have gone in there but i mean peach cobbler peach is classic american yeah just because of sweet as in georgia georgia and well georgia because that's mostly where you get cobblers i was gonna say and oregon but i love a cobbler because it doesn't have a crust it's just the fruit and the like the dumplings yes biscuit dough whatever you want to call it okay and then one last one let's go with a we did have uh, pumpkin and cherry pies on this list, but you already mentioned that. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. so a sour cream pound cake. I don't know that I've ever I've eaten a pound cake, but it always made me so angry that it was called a pound cake when it's clearly not that big. There's no way you're... But it weighs a pound because it's dense. No, here's the thing. That's not why it's called that. It's called a pound cake because back when a lot of people were like coming over. Oh, migrating. <laughs> yeah. And you know. Emigrating. Yeah. You know, back when we were like the settlers and stuff and people couldn't read, it was just yes. a lot e- easier to add a pound of each ingredient. So it used to be 
a pound of each ingredient. <laughs> but then they realized, oh this my cake God. is too damn big. What do we do with four pounds of cake? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, it's been scaled down because like, that's just too much food. Four but pounds. But it is, is called a, a pound cake because it used to be a pound of each ingredient because that was just easier than having to read something. Wild. I thought it was literally because it weighed a pound because yeah. it was super dense. No. But that's not the case. <laughs> no. Okay. I learned something new today. Yeah. I have not had the sour cream pound cake, but I have had a sour cream lemon pie. And oh that my god, that's my delicious. favorite. Have you ever had the one from delicious. Sherry's? Uh, no. Oh, it's my so good. aunt in South Dakota makes them and they are so good. She makes a sour cream lemon and a sour cream raisin and they are both freaking good. Yeah, I love a sour cream lemon pie. Alright, my topic? Yes. Okay, my topic is a person. Okay. And his name is Dylan Francis. <laughs> okay, I thought it was going to be Lana Del Rey because you sent me that song. Oh. <laughs> or no, Falling no. to the Machine. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. His name is Dylan Francis. He's a DJ. Nothing to add to this conversation, just so you know. <laughs> you might actually towards the end. Okay. So Dylan is probably my all-time favorite DJ. I think mainly just because I like him as a person. Uh, he is sarcastic as hell. He is funny as shit. He's basically his own brand. So he's live on all the different social channels and I don't know. I just really like him as a person and his like creative mind and his music style. So he's my fave DJ for those reasons. Dylan is 30 or will be 33 in October, October 5th to be exact. He was born and raised in Los Angeles. His mom um, is Serbian Croatian and she is married to his dad who is air quotes, an alternative medicine doctor. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I think alt medicine in that sense can mean one of two things. One. Weed. uh, He, one weed. (laughs) California. Or two, uh, I think he actually is like an alternative medicine doctor that uses like turmeric and things to like Which is why people. I say, okay. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. I don't, I didn't dig that far, but yeah. it's why I said air quotes, alternative medicine doctor. Anyways, Dylan went on a big detox a while back. His dad helped him with it, which is why I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Probably more like vitamins and minerals and types of things <laughs> versus an actual doctor, but <laughs> each to their own, right? Yeah. Uh, Dylan is best known for popularizing the Moombaton genre, which is a fusion genre of house music and reggaeton. Dylan's official occupation is is DJ record producer. He rose to fame after gaining the attention of DJ and producer Diplo. Do you know who Diplo is? I know the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Diplo is not my favorite. Is he the one who died? Who's the one no, who died? that's Avicii. Okay. Avicii. R.I.P. His date was earlier this month and it made me real sad and I cried a little bit that day. Dylan released IDGAFOS, which is actually IDGAFOS, which stands for I Don't Give a Fucker Shit, in 2010. And it has since become his brand label. I actually own a shirt that has Dylan's upside down face on it that says ID Gaffos. His merch store is idgaffos.com. Dylan released his first major record label debut under the Mad Decent label in 2014 with Money Sucks Friends Rule and did a collaboration with Brendan Urie on the song Love in the Middle of a Firefight. Have you heard that one? Nope. Okay. That one's a little bit like more of the emo of Dylan's songs. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Uh, he released Coming Over with Kygo and James Hersey in 2015, and that's where I enter the Dylan picture. I saw Dylan in 2016 at Paradiso, shortly after he released Coming Over with Kygo and James Hersey. So in 2015, my love affair with Dylan began. I saw Dylan in June 2016 at Paradiso, again in September of 2016 in Eugene at Mad Decent Block Party, which was the first night of our road trip that I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. 
to go see you in Vegas. I saw Dylan again at the Win in Las Vegas in April 2017. I got real drunk there. <laughs> uh, don't remember walking through the Win or the Mirage Hotel in my bathing suit or getting back up to my hotel room, but I did. <laughs> Good job, self. Uh, and then I saw Dylan again in Seattle in August 2019. One of my favorite things about Dylan is he has like a bunch of alter egos. One of them is his house, deep house, alter ego, I guess, uh, DJ Hansel. He has a pinata named Gerald. Uh, Gerald also has his own line. Uh, Gerald is Dylan's kind of hip hoppy, more ratchet style of music. And then Dylan in general just makes general party music. I like it just because he's so like versatile. He helped popularize the, like I said, the Moombaton genre, which was started by, oh dang, Dave, Dave Nava. I think that's who that started by. Dylan did a remix of one of his songs, fell in love with the genre, and then basically took it upon himself to help promote it. Uh, Dylan and Jake Sinclair co-produced Hey Look Ma, I Made It, which was a Panic song uh, released on their album, Pray for the Wicked. That one I do know. Yes. Dylan actually went platinum for that song uh, and got a like a platinum framed record and I was like Dylan like he like posted it on Instagram one day I was like what the hell like which one of your which one of your records went platinum like did you have a new one like I did, what did I miss and then it was for hey look my I made it and I was like oh I didn't realize he produced that but cool uh, I really, really, really like that song, actually. And it just makes it even cooler that he helped produce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, during Shelter in Place, Dylan has been doing live streams weekly. Tuesday is his Taco Tuesday, which is more of his, like, Moubaton, like, his general party music. Uh, Wednesday is Hump Day Heaters with Gerald. Uh, he also did an emo emo Wednesday with Gerald. Saturday, he does Coronite Fever with Diplo. And this, this last week, they did a solid two-hour set, and it was a lot of fun. I've just really kind of been enjoying all the artists that have been doing live streams during Shelter in Place. It makes staying at home a little easier. Anyway, uh, that's kind of it on Dylan. Just some facts and some things. Some of my favorite songs I think of his are uh, Anywhere. And that was a collaboration with Will Hurd. That was the theme song for our Mine and Stefan's Road Trip in 2016. That's kind of our jam. Another one of my favorites is Dylan's ID Gaffos. I like to listen to that one when I work out a lot. And then he also released a song with Alice in Wonderland last year. And the title of that is Lost My Mind. And it starts off really slow and gets a little heavy and it makes my heart happy. And I love that it's a duo or a collaboration between the two of them because they're both my favorite, like two of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> off my soapbox. <laughs> Since you don't really have anything else to add to that, do you have anything else in regards to the episode? I don't think so. Cool. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening this week. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a comment there or check us out on SoundCloud if that's how you listen. Sorry. Give us a like. I know we keep saying comment. I get stuck. Review. Rate us. It's rate and review. I get stuck in the YouTube brain. (laughs) And it's a review, not comment. It is. You know what to do. This is 2020. (laughs) You know what to do on all the different apps. Check us out on Twitter on Instagram. I've kind of been managing the Twitter account. Emily's kind of been managing the Instagram account. So connect with us there. We'd love to hear from you. It's Yes Dude Podcast on both? Yes. At Yes Dude Podcast on both our Twitter and Instagram. And then again, Yes Dude Podcast on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Yep. On that note, I'm gonna go take some headshots. Yay. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.